Hi all and welcome back to another episode of On The Streets. Um, first off, my phone which I normally record all my audio for the podcast on packed up the tail end of last week so I ended up having to buy a new phone. Now for some reason this new phone doesn't like recording audio. Um, when you have gaps in the audio it just goes dead silent so you have dead sound and it just sounds really really awkward and just not right at all so I'm having to record this um, a different way so the audio might sound a little bit strange we'll work with it and see how things go it's now late on a Saturday afternoon while I'm recording this and once again I've been out shooting for my project only this time I was actually shooting with colour film um, I went out to buy a new lens for my Olympus OM10. I picked up a 28F.2, which I bought from Mr. Cad, which is a, a big analogue camera shop in central London. And I got that lens for a £25, which seemed quite reasonable. But while I was there, I was asking them about colour film, and they recommended the Pro Image 100, so I've got that in my camera at the moment and I'm going to give that a try and it'd be interesting to see how that works combined with this new 28mm lens as well. The other reason for going out today was to make a visit to the Victoria and Albert Museum which has finally a permanent place now for its photography and photography related equipment. Um, the main entrance to the gallery has two massive glass walls of cameras and they seem to range from everything from your most basic compact right the way through to box cameras through to 8x10 bellows cameras and then you actually go past these and into the main gallery which then also has a huge plate camera that belonged to Henry Fox Talbot who was the founding father of British photography and in some of the cases along the side there are also some of his other cameras plus his notebooks. A lot of the images on show are from the early days of photography but it does slowly start to move forward as you move through the gallery. Although it was interesting to see the early history of photography, it's more modern day stuff that they had on show that I was interested in. Um, there was a series of pictures by an artist called uh, Dieter Meyer, and basically there are 29 pictures that were all taken within five minutes, and it's a sequence of these 29 images of just a couple of benches with people sitting down and when they realize that the photographer is taking their picture they're getting up and moving off um, and it's just interesting to see the way they're laid out it's pretty similar to the um, Tillman's 30 well no 56 views of Concord another photographer that is on display at the moment is someone called <clears throat> Mark Cohen 
Um, I'd not heard of him before, but he's a street photographer from um, Pennsylvania. And although he takes street photographs, they're very um, close up. So it's only sort of parts of people. I mean, there are normal, um, or what we class as normal street photographs there. But a lot of them are just kind of like an abstract of a person and they they were quite interesting um, as far as I'm aware this is gonna be uh, an exhibition that changes every few months so it, it will always be there'll always be different prints going up so as this is the first lot of uh, exhibits up because as it only opened yesterday then it'll be interesting to see what they pick and choose from their archive to put up. Other artists that are also on show at present are people like Bill Brandt, um, Linda McCartney, and uh, I think Mary McCartney as well. Some of her images are being shown. They also had some stereographic viewers there as well where you could look at stereo pictures and these were quite interesting. Some of the images were from the Great Exhibition of, I think, 1851 at the Crystal Palace. And then there was also images taken by one of the first photographers to go into Japan. One of the other um, things that they had there as well is a thing they call the Dark Tent, which is basically, it's just like a little video room where they were showing videos of some of the exhibitions that they had on so there was um images that had been taken as magic lantern slides from 1921 uh everest exhibition and they were showing how these were made and then they'd done a little display of how they were shown to people back in the 1920s and that was quite interesting as well um, I think this is going to be a, a really good exhibition space for photography and I guess anyone in London or coming into London it, it's well worth a visit at present as far as I'm aware everything in there will be free um, I'm guessing that images will change I'm not so sure about the hardware stuff um, whether that will be permanently on display because like I say the main entrance has got a stack load of cameras uh, in two big glass cases and then there are other display cases once you get into the gallery of different types of early cameras there is one um, display case that seems to have every single uh, Kodak box brownie camera in it which was quite interesting to see the different designs and models through the years so yeah if anyone's in in London or thinking of coming into London it's definitely worth a visit going to the Victoria and Albert and uh, going along to whatever exhibition or whatever they have on at that particular time over the next few months while I was in the galleries I took quite a few photographs so I will post them up on the on the streets podcast instagram feed and 
if you like to go along and have a look at them it will give you a flavour of what the galleries and the exhibition at present is like. Right, I'm going to take a little break and then I'm going to come back with a little bit of a rant about Google. On Monday it was announced that Google was pulling the plug on its social media site Google Plus. Um, apparently the two reasons given for it was that back in March they found a bug in the system which potentially meant that users information could have been stolen and the other reason uh, apparently low user engagement. Now the first of these a bug in the system uh, yeah well that seems to happen all the time in the days of the internet and social media everyone seems to have this you get told it every month that someone's had a breach and users information has been either stolen or copied or whatever it just becomes part of day-to-day -day life <clears throat> the other reason low user engagement um, that seems a bit tenuous I've been on Google Plus since the early days I was there as one of the beta testers and one thing I've always found with it that there's always been a really high volume of um, user engagement especially in the photography community um, some of the groups that I'm a member of have got memberships of over you know, 300,000 people in there now yes not everyone uses it people will join and they never post or never have anything to do with it but there'll always be a hardcore of people posting and photography was always one of the biggest groups that there is on there um, and that was one of the main reasons that I liked it you could actually set up a group use it for whatever type of photography you wanted so if you were a London photographer you could use it and post your images of London street photographer the same um, and uh, to be perfectly honest I've met some of my photography buddies via Google Plus only last year in October um, I met up with two people who came to the UK one from the USA and the other one from Australia and um, I've known both of them quite a while on Google Plus and one of them I'd met a couple of times previously the person from Australia it was the first time but you felt as though you'd known them all your life one other thing with the Google Plus um, communities was that a lot of the photographers got together and they banded together and formed what they called a mentorship program which meant that people could go along and be mentored in different aspects of photography yes mainly digital stuff but it covered everything from how to use um, manual settings on a camera through to street photography um, back in February I actually participated in the street photography um, mentorship and although a lot of what was taught 
I already knew for pe some people that had never done street photography before it was a really really good education for them and they seem to get quite a lot out of it now some people will say well so what just move to another social media platform there's plenty of them out there but you become used to using one particular platform and you understand how it works you understand the people you get to know the people that are on there and sometimes it's difficult to actually move across and you will get people that will say well no I'm not going to Facebook or I'm not going to LO or Instagram and you know they'll have their reasons <laughs> what them reasons might be I don't know because they're all big corporates and you know they're gonna stitch you up one way or the other all they want is your data so they're gonna get that one way or the other um, you know my feelings towards Facebook is well I can't see it going away anytime soon unlike Google Plus so you know you can show your loyalty to Google Plus or whatever but they're going in 10 months so <clears throat> it's not gonna be there so you're gonna to have to find somewhere else so why not use Facebook I mean my interactions on Facebook are you know few and far between I I'm a member of a few groups over there, uh, mainly the uh, photography print swap and the negative positive um, Facebook group. Uh, and that's about it really. I don't really use it that as much as I did with Google+. And it's going to be a shame because I think I'm going to end up losing a lot of so-called internet friends. Um, because Google Plus has decided, or Google has decided to close down Google Plus, but this is nothing new with Google. Um, a few years ago, they closed down Google Reader, and everyone was scrambling around trying to find some sort of other RSS feed. Luckily, Feedly was there, so um, had the opportunity to move over and use that. But this is going to be a, a weird time over the next few months trying to find somewhere where everyone's going to be happy and uh, moving on onto a new social media site. Well, I think that's it for this episode, so thanks for listening. I can be found on Instagram at Flaneur with a camera or the dedicated Instagram feed for this podcast is On The Streets Podcast. I can also be contacted via email on the streets at talktalk.net or through the Anchor app if you'd like to leave a voice message. Anyway, once again, thanks for listening and bye for now.